Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. In the book of Luke chapter 2 and verse 21, and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus. Jesus which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said of the law of the Lord a pair of turtle turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. Wow. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child, Jesus, to do for him after the custom of the law, they took him, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. You know, when you bring your new baby to church and everybody wants to hold him. But this is different. This is completely different. He says, my eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. Verse 31, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them. Then he said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rise again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed And then, the Bible says, and there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow about fourscore and four years. 
which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayer night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this hour. Lord, that we are living in a time that you want to move in your church. Lord, you want to have your way in your church. God, I pray right now that we would be sensitive people enough, Lord God, to simply receive you as you come. Lord, and be aware of you when you arrive. Lord, we love you today and we praise you. We don't just sing about your name, Jesus. We look for you. Lord, we don't just talk about you being our Savior. We look for you as Savior. Lord, we don't just talk to you about, about you as healer, but we look for the healer. Lord Jesus, I pray, God, that you would move in this message tonight. How I need your help to speak to this church. Lord, I pray, God, for divine uh, anointing and appointment, Lord. And speak through me and to me in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. amen. Praise God. My thought is simply this. I must see Jesus. I must see Jesus. God bless you. You can be seated. Long before the Jews were a people, long before there was the Hebrews, after the fall of man, there was a promise that was given in Genesis 3 and 15 that there would be one that would come that would be the seed of the woman, and he would fix things, and he would set things aright. Then after there was Abraham, and Abraham became the... Uh, the father of the Hebrews and the father of the Jews and the nation of, of, of the Hebrews. Then there was prophetic utterance given to them so that there would, they would know the Messiah was coming. That there would be one that would come that would bring deliverance for them. That there would be one that would help them. All through the Hebrew history, it is a constant, it is a constant thought. Messiah is coming. It's embedded in their worship. It is embedded in their teaching. It is embedded in their culture. It is the glue that holds most of them together. Those that have the faith that Messiah is coming. The Jews envision a world governed by the King Messiah who, who is just and who is righteous and who is wise and who is politically powerful and can get them free from their uh, uh, captors and, and help them in their situation and make the world a better place. This king, they believe, would liberate them from servitude from, uh, at that time, the Romans. But other times before, and as history continues, the Jews still continue to look for Messiah. We are looking for Messiah. We are looking for the one who would come and be the king of Israel. For centuries, the Jewish people have sung this song. The lyric says, Even though Messiah tarries, I will for him every day with great anticipation look. Amen. Even though he tarries, I will for him every day with great anticipation look. Every day they look for his coming. 
One rabbi said, my yearning for a Messiah not yet come raises my consciousness. It raises my expectation around me. For they would quote and say the words of Isaiah that he's coming unto us. A child is born unto us. A son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Amen. They would repeat the words, the prophetic words of Micah, Bethlehem, Ephratah. Though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth, amen, to be the ruler of Israel, whose going forth hath been of old and from every everlasting. Everything that the Hebrews did, everything that these Jews did, brothers and sisters, was pointing to Messiah. They believe Messiah is coming so much it was a part of their conversation, no doubt daily. It was a part of their worship. When they would go to the temple, they would offer up a sacrifices that would remind them Messiah is coming. They would have conversations uh, among the priests as they're worshiping and giving thanks to God. Messiah is coming. Our hope is coming. Our help is coming. It was a part of who they were. As they went about the work of the tabernacle, as the priest conducted their business in the temple, as the priest carried out sacrifice, and as they washed in the labor, and as they, they offered up incense, what were they saying? They are saying that we're looking for Messiah. Do you understand the expectation for them is high? And it still remains so because they missed him. They missed him. Amen. Messiah is coming, and, and they thought that they got to be ready. They've got to look for that. Amen. Every day there was some thought, no doubt, about Messiah. There were special uh, uh, services and offerings that they would give that would, would help them remember Messiah. Among them is a man by the name of Simeon. Simeon, we, we don't have a whole lot about him. We don't know exactly who he was and some people say he was well known and others think that he was a pauper but Simeon was an incredible man because the Bible Luke in his detailed way of presenting things he said and behold Jesus came to the tabernacle or came to the temple amen for them to offer up their turtle doves and Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. Luke provides a little bit of information. He was a righteous man. He was a righteous man. He was a devout man. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. What is he doing? He's a righteous man. He's a good man. He's a holy man. He's a consecrated man. He's a man that has a, a life of relationship with Jehovah. And he's waiting for Messiah. He is waiting for the hope of Israel to come. This one for whom he has looked all his life. Just and devout was he waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Bible says, and beside this, the Holy Ghost was upon him. The Holy Ghost was upon him. Before the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts chapter 2, amen, the Holy Ghost would overshadow. The Holy Spirit would come and be upon somebody. Amen. At the book of Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost fell, it is now in us. Hallelujah. Can you give God praise for that? 
We understand that he's just devout and waiting for the consolation of Israel. But when it says the Holy Ghost was upon him, it meant that what he did, he did by the instruction and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Bible said that the Holy Spirit revealed to him, you're not going to die until you see Messiah. You're not going to die until you see the Lord's Christ. Hallelujah. What a promise. What a powerful promise. You're not going to die until you see Jesus. Woo! So he goes to the temple on this day, led of the Holy Spirit, led of the Holy Spirit to go and see the Christ. I don't know about you, but let me just depict what I think. Here is an aged man with his long white beard and he can just kind of kind of barely get around and he's got his cane no doubt and, and he's walking about the, the temple looking from child to child, looking for the expectation that was in his heart. Amen. The Holy Ghost said as he's coming. The Holy Ghost said he's coming. I said the Holy Ghost said he's coming and he's waiting with expectation and he sees a child and they said no, that's not him. He sees another one and that's not him. And then when he sees Jesus, Mary carrying Jesus, amen, for her offering to bring to the Lord at the right time. Oh, Simeon looks at him and he said, that's him. That's the one. That's the one for whom I've waited. That's the one that I have looked for. That's the one that I have longed for. That's the one wrapped in a baby's garment he picks him up and holds him I see tears begin to go down that whole weather worn face I see him as he is weeping for joy and he's weeping because God's word to him was true amen Gavin Childress wrote it like this here's an old man who felt ready to die He had not seen a miracle performed by Jesus. He had not heard a word of his matchless teaching. There was nothing remarkable in either of the parents of the child to mark Jesus out visibly. Yet Simeon felt ready to die for he had seen the Messiah. Simeon says, my eyes have seen thy salvation. Amen. Here was not only the Savior, but he represented, amen, even as an infant, salvation itself wrapped in this baby's body that could not say a word, wrapped in this baby's body that could not teach a lesson was something that quickened him because the Holy Ghost is upon him. And he said, this is the one. This is the one. I see him standing there and the real highfalutin religious folks doing their duties, going about their jobs, singing their songs, offering their sacrifices, oblivious to what is going on. Amen. But but while they're saying Messiah is coming, Messiah was in the temple with them. They were saying he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. But here he was. Amen. Embodied in a little baby. But he didn't come like they expected him. He didn't come like they had thought. They had gotten so used to he's coming that they missed him when he come 
years ago, when Sister Gill and I evangelized, we went to preach at the J-Town Church. If you've ever been to the old J-Town Church, it backs up to where it's just a few feet to the railroad tracks. And we parked our RV. They told us where to park the RV. We parked it there. And our bed is on the end facing the end of the church. But nobody told this guy that there's a train that comes through there and that's where he lays on the horn. Nobody told me right there. And they were, the first time it happened, I about come out of my skin, Brother Keith. It startled me. It shook me. With their revival, many times after that, we became pastor. And while you're preaching, that God come and lay on the horn. While you're there, we're trying to have church. But after a little while, all of a sudden, I got used to that. I, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't startle me anymore because I got used to that. How many times did the Pharisees walk into the temple and worship God, say a Messiah is coming, but they missed him because he didn't, they did, he, was, they, he, he was not what they expected and they missed him. Amen. How many times did the priests go and offer up their incense when the king of glory is walking into the temple and, and, and they missed him? They did not see him. Their expectation. I want to tell you, saints, brothers and sisters, I must see Jesus. I want to get right to my point. Amen. We talk about revival. We talk about an outpouring of the Spirit. We talk about God moving in a mighty way. What we're saying is, I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. I want to see him come and, and minister in a way that nothing, I want Messiah to show up in my church. In my family, in my home, I want Messiah. But I wonder how many times Jesus comes and how many times Jesus shows up. But we're busy with our business. We're busy with doing ministry. We're busy with doing things that we need to get done. But all oh, to God, I would that a Simeon arise in the MPC and say, I'm looking for him to show up. And he's going to show up. I don't care if it looks different than I expect. I don't care if it wasn't like it was 30 years ago. He's going to show up. I'm looking for Jesus. Is there anybody in the house that says, I'll be a Simeon and I'll start looking for Jesus? How do we see Jesus? Anticipation is not enough because the Pharisees had it. The really religious people had it. Doing ministry is not enough. Because they were doing ministry in the temple and they still missed him. Here's what I pray that you and I would get in our minds right now. And that is, we have the Holy Ghost not on us, but in us. 
It's time to start listening to the Spirit and showing up not just because it's service time, but showing up in the Holy Ghost and say, I am coming because I'm going to see Jesus. I'm going to find him somewhere. I'm going to find him in a song. I'm going to find him in a testimony. I'm going to find him in a preach word. I'm going to find him in an encouragement by a brother or a sister. I'm going to find him in the prayer room. I'm going to find him someplace. Why? I'm coming in the Holy Ghost. I'm not just coming in habit. I'm not just coming in because it's what I'm used to. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. Well, we don't have a whole lot of information about who Simeon was. We have a good deal about Anna and who Anna was. The Bible said there was one Anna, a prophetess. One Anna, a prophetess. When I was a little boy, I've told you this, I'll tell you again because it fits. When I was a little boy, my dad and mom worked in a Bible college in San Antonio, Texas. I was just there for, until I was about nine years old. From about two to nine, I, I lived there, was raised up in that campus, and it was a wonderful place to be because it was safe. It was a great place to ride bikes, right in the middle of San Antonio. Loved it. And I had friends. Maybe the parents of, uh, maybe their parents were going to Bible college, or maybe their parents is working at the Bible college, but I had friends, and one of my friends, he and I received the Holy Ghost the same night. It was just a great place to be. And we'd ride our box bikes all over that 10-acre campus. We'd just ride and have a good time. But there was one place on the backside, on the top of the hill, on that campus. It said a trailer where a lady lived by the name of Anna, happened to be her name. And we would ride our bikes up there, and we would get maybe, maybe, maybe 20 yards from her trailer. And we would take a detour and go around because there was such a heaviness of the Holy Ghost. I didn't know as a child what that was, but it was, whoo, this is holy ground. This is sacred ground. And you'd drive by that little trailer and there would be, there would be Cadillacs parked there and there would be Mercedes Benz parked there and there would be all kinds of these big fancy cars and and what I learned later is that preachers would travel from distance away to go and talk to Sister Anna because Sister Anna got a hold of God. Sister Anna knew how to pray. Sister Anna devoted her life to prayer and seeking God. Oh, thank the Lord for those like a Sister Anna today. Amen. I would to God we had some Sister Annas that would just simply say, I'll devote myself to prayer and to fasting Help me, Jesus. This prophetess, this one that God talked to, that God talked to. Ladies, let me talk to you today. Let me, let me speak to you, ladies. Stop letting the devil tell you God don't talk to women. Amen. Let me just say this. God talks to women all throughout Scripture. You will find it repeatedly. Amen. They were the first ones that he announced his resurrection to. God uses women. 
I want to say this and I want it to be understood in the context that I'm saying this. It is time that you ladies are released into an anointing of prayer like you've never been released before. It is time for you ladies to be released into the gift of intercession and calling on God like never before. You can touch heaven in a way that a brother can't touch heaven. And so I say, Anna's arise. Anna's arise. We need some Anna's because we got to see Jesus in this hour. Young, when she was a young lady, the Bible said she lived with her husband, and evidently her husband died, and she was a widow. And after she was a widow, look what she did. She departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. I want to talk to you ladies and I want to talk to the men in a minute as well, but let me talk to you ladies. You're never too old to get a hold of heaven and see Jesus when he shows up. You're never too old. Don't let the devil trick you into feeling like I'm too old. I can't do this. I can't be, I can't be a part. I can't be involved. Amen. Let me just say we need more churches with more Annas that says I may not do this and I may not do that, but I'm devoting myself to pray. Pray for my church. Pray for my church family. I'm going to devote myself to intercede. I'm going to devote myself to prayer because we need to see Jesus. Praise God. How wonderful was it this morning, Sister Kathy, to hear you sing that song. How wonderful it was. How wonderful. I want to rebuke a notion right now that the enemy is selling some of our elders, both men and women, that you're done. You just sit back and, and cheer and move on with the young folk. I'm telling you, don't hang up your gift. Don't hang up your talent. Don't just simply sit back and say, I'll let the young folk do it. No, because we need some Annas that can recognize Jesus. We need some Simeons that can recognize Jesus. We need some of our, our elders that can say, I know what the move of God looks like. I know what the power of God looks like. I've seen it before. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. We need to see Jesus in this house. I said we need to see Jesus in this house. We need to see Jesus in our ministries. We need to see Jesus... We need to see Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah. I don't want my visitation to pass me by while I'm singing songs of Zion and Jesus just simply goes by. I don't want to go through the motions and the routine. I don't want to go through this, amen, as the Pharisees did and the priests did and the Levites doing their business of the temple all the while anticipating that he is going to come. I want to be looking for him, amen, any day. I want to be looking for him to show up on a Sunday morning and a Sunday night and a Tuesday night and a prayer 
prayer meeting. I want to see him show up on my job on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I want to see him show up in my home. I want to see him show up. But we've got to be looking for him. We've got to be anticipating it. I thought as this staff stood here tonight, and those of you that work with the children on whatever level, your main objective is to see Jesus in these kids. Come here, buddy. Praise God. Mm. Look how big and tough this guy is right now. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Hallelujah. We've had him for a while. We've had him since a little bitty baby. Amen. Ain't no little bitty baby anymore, are you? No, 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 no. When you, when you came, young man, they didn't expect you to live. They did not expect you to live through the night. Amen. But over the years, God has blessed you. You become healthy. You become a, a frog gigger, a fisherman, and a hunter, and a worm finder. But what I want you to know is the reason we have Sunday school and the reason we have Sunday morning and Sunday night and the reason we have Tuesday night is because we want you to see Jesus. We want you to understand who Jesus is. We want you to know that he is the great I am, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. We want you to know, as the song said, he's the healer. He is the miracle worker. Amen. He is your redeemer. He's your savior. Amen. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Our job is to see Jesus in each of us, to see Jesus in our kids, to see Jesus in our youth, to see Jesus in our media, to see Jesus in our music. Well, pastor, if I may, thank you, buddy. You can go sit down. I like that you come up here close by. Where's Zach? Yeah, you're trying to hide because you think I'm not going to ever use you again. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. I would to God that you would open up your heart this year and say, I'm going to get involved on some level because I want my church to see Jesus. I want my church to see Jesus. Some of you have things that are buried in your life and you think I'm just going to let the others do it. No. I got a song to sing. Praise God. I got a song to sing. I got a word from the Lord. I've got a, an utterance from God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Would you lift your hands and praise the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus in this church. Hallelujah. I want, Lord God, Jesus in our ministries. I want to see Jesus in our activities. I want to see Jesus in our worship. I want to see Jesus in our prayer. I must see Jesus. Hallelujah. I must see Jesus. I must see Jesus. The story is told in John 12 where there were certain Greeks. Gentiles, if you please, um, of whom of them came to worship at the feast. And they came to Philip, which was at Bethesda, Bethsaida of Galilee. And they said this, this thing to him, Sir, we would see Jesus. 
I'm going to stop here. I'm not near done. I'll be done in a minute. I don't come to see you as much as I love you. I don't come. Can I just tell you? Indiana weather is the hardest place to fluctuate the heat and air. If you expect the heat and air to be perfect for you, it's not going to be perfect for somebody else. I don't know why I went down that road, but I think somebody needs to hear it. Sound? It's an imperfect thing. Our, our team does a great job working every now and then. I, I say, hey, turn that down. Most of the time I tell them, turn it up. Because I'm like Bishop Billy McCool. I like it loud enough where your ears begin to bleed. Then just turn it down a little bit. That's his saying. That's not mine. That's just his. And, and, and he's a great bishop. But I don't come because we got perfect sound. I don't come because we got a perfect building. We have a beautiful place. And I thank God for it. I don't come because we have the perfect pastor. Lord knows that's true. I know me better than you. I don't come because we've got the, the best and the most perfect sound and music and drums and guitars and bass, though we do have great. But I come to see Jesus. MPC, sirs, Simeons, Annas, brothers and sisters, I would see Jesus. Because we're living in a world that a, a, little, a little bitty patty cake of Pentecost is not going to get the job done. I was on the phone today with a young lady who watched our, our, our live stream and, and she, she wanted a phone call. We gave her a phone call and oh, how her life is broken and messed up. We need to be in a place where they can see Jesus online. That they can see Jesus at our assembly. That they can see Jesus in our worship. That they can see Jesus in our worship. Jesus in our singing. Jesus in our prayer. Jesus, stand to your feet right now. Amen. I want to see him. I want to see him in our youth ministry. I want to see Jesus in our hospitality. I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. While this message deals with those that are aged, I preach to our seniors. I preach to our aged I preach to those of you that are as old as I am. I get no amens from that. Should I, should I tell Brother Joe what you told Brother Bobby sometime back? Brother Bobby said, we're, we're losing, we don't have any older men. We're our older men. And Brother Joe looked at Brother Bobby and said, we are. Hallelujah. Can I just tell you, it's no excuse not to be involved in the kingdom of God. And it doesn't mean that you've got to get a job and you've got to be a part of every ministry, but you but, but, but you've got to see Jesus. That ought to be your passion. Why you come to church is I want to see Jesus in the message. I want to see Jesus in the teaching. I want to see Jesus in, in, the, in the fellowship. I want to see Jesus everywhere I go. I want to see Jesus. Anna's rise up. Simeon's rise up because there are some young folks that need to see Jesus 
in a way. Hallelujah. It's so easy to say, well, it's not like it used to be. Well, that's life. But the only way you're going to know, hey, the only way the young people are going to learn songs like Sister Kathy sing is to sing them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need some singers that just, just Anna's and Simeon's say, I'm, I got a song to sing. Amen. Praise God for Sister Grace that went and talked Sister Kathy in doing that. Why? Because we want to see Jesus on every level, every age, every generation. We're a church of generations, every age. We want to see Jesus on the kids. Amen. In our Christian education, we want to see Jesus in our youth. We want to see Jesus in our middle age. And we want to see Jesus in our Simeon's and our Anna's. In the name of the Lord. I'm going to open up this altar tonight with this. Anybody that wants to see Jesus, come. Anybody that wants to see Jesus, come. Hallelujah. Any Simeon's in this place that said, I'm looking for the consolation of the Lord. Any Anna's in this place that was praying and fasting enough that she was sensitive that here he is. Let me tell everybody about him. Jesus, I want to see you. I want to see you, Lord. I want to see you tonight. Glory be to God. Can you, can you let that be your prayer right now? Can you let that be your passion right now? Oh, God, I want to see you. I haven't come looking for the things, oh, God, that satisfy my flesh, but I've come looking for you. I've come looking for you in my prayer. I've come looking for you in my worship. I want to see you, Lord. Hallelujah. I've come looking for revival, but what I'm really saying is I want to see Jesus. I've come looking for a church on fire, but what I'm really saying is I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation of Jesus fall upon us today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't want to get so used to things, God, that I miss you. I don't want to get so used to going through the motion that I miss you. Oh, I want to see you. I don't want to miss you. I want to see you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.